Going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Mark, good morning. How you doing? Doing all right. How about you? Good. Have you ever heard of the word biochar? Bio, uh, what was it? Biochar. I have not. Well, we're going to talk about biochar and how you can utilize it to revitalize the soil and more importantly, how it is a proven way to improve the health of soil and make your trees and plants a heck of a lot happier. This and so much more on the 29th anniversary of Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you. And uh, welcome back to hour number two of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on our 29th anniversary edition of Garden Talk. If you've got a gardening question, ladies and gents, we want to hear from you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. My name is Mark Weber. I have hosted this legendary broadcast now for 29 years, and we would... Love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That'll bring you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio. And without further ado, in the hot seat <laughs> is Mr. Jesse Mack. Harry, good morning. Good morning. That's nice treatment. I just walk in, sit down, I get on air right away. Well, I know I you, 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 you're you on a tight schedule. Oh, I'm just over there. You got you, you to go over in the makeup room and make yourself all pretty. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. So, of so, so that you go on TV and, you know, and tell everybody about the weather. See what I do radio. I can, I, I don't have to wear makeup. I wish I could come in and wear sweatpants. I really wish I could. Not, <laughs> I would, not that you're wearing sweatpants. I don't ask. So I got shorts <laughs> you nice. on. I'm, I, you know, God, you know, it's just a nice day and yeah. it was a blessed day. And, um, so, you know, the temperature has begun to kind of creep down, mm-hmm. as we always discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, nighttime temperatures are dropping. Daytimes are still up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, but um, we're a little dry, Jesse. Oh, I know. We it's... are getting, in some places, scary dry. I think I just saw the Climate Prediction Center lean towards abnormally normal. Yes. Uh, un, or abnormally dry conditions, which does not mean we're in a drought by any means. We're not in drought yet. Um, but we are beginning to lead that way. So, Any 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 relief in our future? Uh, it's looking pretty small. Monday night into Tuesday, chance for rain, but nothing, okay. nothing really that's going to bring enough relief. I frankly... I live in Kettering. I can't afford to water my lawn like a lot of people can, so it's just it's going to sleep right now. <laughs> and grass is designed to go dormant. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Don't I, I'm not. You know, my concern begins and ends with the trees and shrub shrub plantings. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things. Like particularly with trees, and this is where things get scary. Is when it gets dry, like it's beginning to get dry. Um, if there is a break or an embolism. Think of it like this way. There's an air pocket develops in um, a portion of the tree's vascular system um, that will cause for death in parts of the plant. And it's an interconnected system. So, for example, let's think of like a pine tree. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pine trees have what they call tracheates, which are these really thin, like almost like rubber bands. And versus like oak and maple and ash and other species have these big round vesicles. Okay. So they're like two totally different methods in which the plant pulls water from its root system up to the top. And for a plant to cool itself, it has to take water out of the soil through those vesicles, be it the tracheates or the, or the round pores, and then it goes out through the leaf mm-hmm. or the needle. And to do that, it needs moisture. Yeah. Without it, the plant pretty much burns up. Right. So what happens is, is a root is pulling that water out of the soil. 
And as it's pulling and pulling, it gets to a place where there's no more left to pull because you there's nothing there. Yeah. And at that point, then air bubbles before begin to form in these vesicles. Mm-hmm. And then there's death starts to occur to the plant. The first thing the plant will start to do is it'll start to wilt a little bit. Yeah. Because the plant's mechanism is is to reduce moisture loss. So what the plant will do is it'll close what they call stomatas. Yep. And on the back, on the, every leaf and every needle has a stomata. And these are, are by, protected by two guard cells that close and shut. And when the plant knows that it's in trouble with water, the plant will shut those guard cells down and stop water loss. There's only one problem. It shuts down photosynthesis. Mm. And when you shut down photosynthesis, you then therefore cause for the loss of energy production. So actually drought has two big enemies here. It shuts down the plant's ability to respire, but more importantly, it shuts down the plant's ability to make energy. So droughts actually cause plants to starve to death. Hmm. And when you're going into winter, because right now we're going from late summer to fall to winter, Mm -hmm. energy storage is really important because energy is how the plant is going to sustain its battle against cold temperatures and have the ability to relief out come the spring. So in a way, when you water your tree, you're kind of also feeding it? Yeah. Because you allow it to open that, you said stoma? Stomata. Stomata. Yeah, stomatas are these little pore-like structures. And and they're really cool to watch. I've seen them um, just type in stomatas and you find all kinds of pictures of them. But they're... They're basically like, they almost look like two lips. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, these are guard cells and they close and shut. They close and shut. I've heard of them shut. before. And I, I knew about this. Um, and that's, isn't that why you don't water your grass on a hot day? Because it would trick the plant into thinking like it's cool. And so it would open up the stomata. And then when you do that, it the sun will actually burn up all the moisture that's in the plant itself because the stomata are open. It doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's it's about having water there for them to respire. But like on a hot day, it, it and it's dry too. Anything you water is going to evaporate. Pretty it's going to have a higher evaporation rate. And then you would open it up, and it would evaporate yeah. the water in the so, plant. And that's why grass. deep watering matters. There's some people that think you know you water 20 minutes a day, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you got to be able to penetrate these soils and get deep. Mm-hmm. And the way you do it is is you do frequent deep watering, and then you have periods of dry, you let things dry out. Mm -hmm. In other words, what I do at my house is I water real heavy through my whole property for two days, then I shut it down. Hmm. Then I let it dry out, and then I pour on the water again. And by doing that, I maintain my landscape. Now, I keep my eyes on stuff like yesterday I noticed a part of my landscape that was like where I've got a, a lot of older trees and stuff. I looked up at their canopy and I could see they're all starting to do the wilty thing. Yeah. And I thought, I got to get water into this area. So that's the area that I turned on water this morning at 4 a.m. My, my front yard is pretty small. My backyard is too big to water. I'm just not going to do that. But my front yard is pretty small. So I might start watering just, I mean, just based on the forecast. Because it's already brown, and it's just going to get browner. So I might help it out a little bit. And- well, and, and keep in mind that the grass can go dormant, but it needs periodic moisture to rehydrate it. Yeah. The other thing that's a little scary right now is grubs have hatched out. They're in what they call the first instar. They're a little too small right now to start doing a lot of eating. And when if it gets too dry, they're going to dig down deep. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that we had so much rain back in springtime and a lot of these rub control products were applied before the rains. Uh, They may be gone. They may be completely gone. And I was listening to a podcast this morning before we went on the air with uh, Dr. Dave Shetler from Ohio State University. And he predicting that we're going to have a really bad grub year. And he thinks it's going to be September, October. And so it's going to be important for our listeners to realize is if you did not treat for grubs or if you did treat for grubs, you may still have a problem. Is now the preventative time to treat for grubs or do you wait till they're active, more active? The cutoff date is about now. 
Oh, okay. But this is the problem. If you if you put it down now, you still got to get an inch of water through the grass to get activate it. Uh. So if you've let your grass go dormant <laughs> and then you apply it, you're going to have to water the snot out of it Yeah, to get it back in the solution. And I mean, you're going to need over an inch, inch and a half of water to do it. Either way, you know, you're going to water. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well. We'll see what happens. Crap. <laughs> uh, long range forecast wise, nighttime temps, daytime highs. Uh, we're definitely going to warm up Monday, Tuesday. And, uh, well, we're going to stay at or above the average temperature for at least a week here. And for the longest time, the Climate Prediction Center was saying August is going to be the cooler month. August is going to be the cooler month. And it just has not happened, and it does not look like it's going to happen. So I would expect... What's the typical average high in in August? Right now, it's about 82 or 83 degrees. Okay. And so, like, we're well above that over the next couple of days. I see upper 80s all the way across the board. We dip down on, like, Wednesday, Thursday... And I think Friday's near the average, but it looks like kind of beyond that. It's like we right now there's like heat waves towards the south. All yeah. the south is blazing hot. So I guess it could be worse. I think they were just off a little bit by the numbers. So we are cooler than the south, but we're not as cool as they thought we would be. You know, you I know as a meteorologist, you probably get a lot of people always saying, you know, asking you about, you know, global warming and, and climate change stuff. Not as much as you'd think. And really? I usually stay away from that topic because I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to bring in. A, I'm going to bring something to light, though. Okay. Okay. But for better or worse, I will tell you from being a human being that's been on this planet for over 58 years, and I have worked outside my whole life. I will tell you that weather patterns have changed. Sure. We 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 and I've watched insect uh, populations change. Um. And we have patterns that are telling me that the climate is warming. Mm-hmm. I, There's I, no doubt about that. I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get into, you know, but, but the, the thing is, if you look at the data and I look at data a lot, mm-hmm. the national, the national um, U.S. Forest Service does a lot of mapping. Mm-hmm. In other words, they watch populations of plants throughout the world and those populations are shrinking and mm-hmm. they've been shrinking for a long, for long at rapid rates. I think it's fair to say because we're deforestating the world mm-hmm. that a lot of the heat issues that we have are related to this deforestation. Absolutely. It has a big effect on um, cooling the li- earth. Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say that if we can get everybody to start to plant trees mm-hmm. We can help combat this issue on a, on a, on a global and local level and make the world a lot better place, and not you know get into all the political stuff that goes with this. Right. And um, to me, it's 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 an easy solution. It's a it's it's a solution that makes the world a better and happier place in the in the process. So that's I'm right there with you. Good. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Happy 29th uh, anniversary here on the radio. <laughs> I'm still having fun. I've only been with you for a year, so I got a long ways to go. Yeah, you'll do great. <laughs> go to, you, you, you will need the makeup room. <laughs> Good to see you, Jesse. See you. Take care. That was Jesse Mack from New Center 7. And when we come back, we'll be taking your calls 457 1290. There's not one, actually, there are three open lines. I want to talk to you. What's your favorite Garden Talk moment from the last 29 years? I've got a billion of them. I'd love to hear your billion as well. This is 1290 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 1959 was a very special year. You know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And this year, we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. 
and what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Hi, I'm Cassie Barlow, a proud Air Force veteran and the chair of the Alzheimer's Association Military Task Force. We exist to serve veterans in active military who are experiencing memory issues. Did you know that if you have post-traumatic stress disorder or a traumatic brain injury, you are 60% more likely to develop dementia? Contact the Alzheimer's Association at alls.org slash Dayton or call our 24-7 helpline at 800-272-3900. Get help now. At James Reed Jewelers, we believe stunning design and excellent prices go hand in hand, and we never cut quality. Instead, we cut the middleman. Our own GIA certified gemologists search the world for only the best diamonds, and just 2% meet our standards. The other 98%, well, they go to the middleman. James Free carries the area's largest selection of certified diamonds, plus the industry's top trade-up policy, all at prices and financing to get excited about. Stop in at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering or visit jamesfree.com today. Give your backyard an update with landscape and patio blocks and save with 11% off everything from Menards. Create an attractive outdoor space with Menards' great selection of concrete landscape blocks. Whether it's landscaping, a spacious patio, or a sturdy retaining wall, there's no limit to what you can create with so many styles and options to choose from. Save with 11% off everything at Menards. Good through August 10th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Don't miss the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. Browse over 40 hot tubs from five major brands and up to 50% off. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's this weekend at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. Visit spashow.com. While your focus is on getting your kids ready for school, our focus is on keeping your family safe around the clock. Depend on us for important traffic and weather updates here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk helps if you push the microphone button good morning everybody welcome back to garden talk let's check out the updated weather forecast from news center seven cool temperatures to start us off this morning many of us in the 50s to begin the day low humidity plenty of sunshine all day long and a high of 81 degrees we'll stay clear overnight tonight and head into tomorrow with temperatures starting at 60 more sunshine for sunday with a high of 86 degrees I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's checking the radar. It's clear conditions. we got a beautiful 57 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk for 29 years. This is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. 457-1290, let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Colette. Colette, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, and my favorite part of Garden Talk is what plant am I? Is that right? Good. I love those. What's, I mean, it's fun because as the host, you realize, Colette, I suffer from uh, a plant attention deficit disorder. And so, <laughs> so for me, it's fun because I get the, it's two, on a two-way street, number one is it's fun for you guys to listen to because it is rapid fire and uh, you love to hear what people's answers are. But two, uh, it's completely impromptu. Meaning that if somebody calls up and gives me an answer that's wrong, then I get to, to take that answer that was wrong 
and talk about why it was wrong and how it's not comparable to the right answer. So for me, it's it's mentally fun because I get to, you know, challenge my own self in my own knowledge of the question at hand. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I love to learn. But boy, oh, boy, that's what I love about what play am because we we take a topic and put it in a place where you guys get to, to try to figure it out, because those word clues sometimes are a little bit tricky and sometimes they're really, really obvious, too. So Yeah. Yeah. So how can I help you today? Well, I kind of have a tree question. I, I feel like a bad tree mom. I have some pine trees that over the year, I have noticed they have like a white powdery mold growing on their bark, and they're not looking so happy. Um, quick question. Uh, is these pine trees, you know what species they are? They are white pines. Okay. And these white pines, there's like a white moldy stuff on the bark? Correct. Okay. You might have what they call bark adelgin, which is an okay. insect. I'm guessing on this white one, but I would think it may be the bark adelgin. Okay. And uh, Adelgin is a like aphid-like um, animal. Um, it um, you'll find it on the bark. You'll, many times you'll find it on the needles of the of the of the white pine. Um, its potential for damage is relatively low, and this is why. This is the good thing. Is it okay. usually it's eaten alive, literally eaten alive by lady ladybugs. Okay. But, okay. but it also tells us something else that may be a problem. It's telling us that your tree is weakened, and it's telling us that your tree is in stress. Okay. So there, there's, a, there's, a, there's an underlying issue beyond the fact that it's got the adelgin. It's got a health issue. And remember what I say, I've always have talked about this over the years, is that the vast majority of plant pests, are directly related to what they call abiotic disorders. Something bad happens to the plant prior to the insect arriving there. This insect in this particular case is like the undertaker of the plant world. It's doing, it's taking out the plant slowly because the plant was already sick. Okay. So that's where working with a qualified certified arborist will help you figure out why it's sick and why it's struggling. And once you go through that diagnostic analysis, then you can come up with how to get rid of the adelgin. The adelgin is just there because your 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 tree is not happy. Okay. Okay, and it may not okay. it may be a situation where the tree doesn't even belong there because of the site conditions. You may have to look at other species of trees that will work there to come up with a better solution for your landscape. Okay. Okay. Does all that, right. Great. Thank you for calling and thank you for listening all these years. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Into the newsroom with Mr. Audie, who is going to give us an update on the region as well as the world. And when we come back, we'll be talking to our friend and yours, Randy Tisher from Green Velvet Sod Farms, as we go in the grass on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO, Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this morning. We're keeping our eyes on the Oregon District after the events of last weekend, how this weekend the district is going to be open and how the victim response has been proceeding. Take advantage of the low humidity and comfortable temperatures while they last. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic, keeping our eyes on those freeways as well as the service streets for you this morning. Not seeing any new accidents out there. 
And it's our top story in Dayton. The community still healing in the wake of last weekend's tragic shooting in the Oregon district where 24-year-old Connor Betts opened fire near Ned Pepper's bar. Nine people were killed, including Betts's sister. 27 others were injured. Funeral services for six of the nine victims are set for today. Family and friends will say goodbye to Monica Brickhouse, Nicholas Coomer, Derek Fudge, Saeed Saleh, Logan Turner, and Beatrice Nicole Warren Curtis. Services for Megan Betts, Thomas McNichols, and Lois Lola Oglesby will be on Monday. WHIO's Molly Kowick reporting the investigation into a possible motive behind that shooting is still ongoing. Right now, the Bellbrook School District is being pressed for details on Betts's time there, as well as what possible red flags could have happened and what actions were taken. We'll bring updates on that story as it develops. Well, while you were sleeping, northbound 75 was shut down. It has since opened again for a crash near the 48 and Main Street exit for a suspected hit and Run. Dispatchers say a 911 caller told them a white SUV hit the side of his semi-trailer before careening into a wall. The caller says he heard people talking in the SUV, screaming that they couldn't go to jail and that they had to leave the scene. The crash is under investigation. No one was hurt. Well, now to Centerville, Washington Township, where two houses and a pool on Ambridge Road had to be evacuated last night after a gas leak. Crews say a company digging fence poles accidentally hit a line. No one was hurt, but the roads near the leak were closed to make repairs. Washington Township Battalion Chief Josh Augustine has some advice. Before you dig anything, you should call a company out um, to make sure that there's no gas lines underneath there, any kind of electric lines. Well, crews say it's not known if the company digging checked beforehand. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Cool temperatures to start off this morning. Many of us in the 50s as we work our way into the afternoon. Sunny, low humidity and a high of 81 degrees. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. A latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar shows we're all clear throughout the Miami Valley. Some clouds in the sky for our Saturday, but still getting a little bit of sunshine here and there. 55 degrees in Troy, 55 as well in Springfield and Xenia, 57 here in Dayton at 733. With news on the hour, the half, and instantly when it breaks. I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Depend on it. Hi folks, it's me again and I'm cooking in the sun just like you are. But you know, you can still plant those trees and shrubs right now and with proper watering still gain a full summer's growth. We keep our garden center fully stocked all summer long with thousands of good healthy trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials and annuals because we know that some folks just can't get it all done in the spring. Also this time of year, there are lots of bargains all over our six acre nursery and greenhouses. We have potted rose bushes as low as $14.95, plats of annuals starting at $12.95, and hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We still have a great selection of Rose of Sharon, Boxwoods, Hydrangeas, and Barberry. So come out to 1309 Brant Pike and remember we're open seven days. WHIO remembers and honors Thomas T.J. McNichols. Lois Oglesby. Nicholas Coomer. Monica Brickhouse. Saeed Salee. Megan Betts. Derek Fudge. Beatrice Nicole Warren Curtis. Logan Turner. Dayton Strong. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. I'm losing my self-control. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 
Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, good morning, sir. How you doing? Uh, just like you guys just said here, uh, with uh, the weather, it's a little dry. Uh, you know, Pam Bennett in, uh, in the paper today, I still get the thing called the newspaper. I don't know. Do you uh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's at the end of my driveway. I don't think any of my... Uh, any of my daughters uh, are, are are receiving anything that prehistoric anymore, but <laughs> I still get the newspaper, and she wrote a nice article about uh, how uh, how wet it was this spring and uh, early summer, and how we've gone from one extreme to the other. And she even mentions how uh, how the lawns have gone from wet and uh, smushy to dry and crunchy, and that's mm-hmm. where we are right now. You know, Randy, it's it's one of those things where I was thinking this morning on my drive in about about watering, and you know, people kind of have this whole thought process: "Oh my God, water is expensive." And you know, I understand it's expensive, but so does the cost of repairing and <laughs> fixing things that die because of uh, not uh, getting water. Just as as yeah, you know, as Mark well. and. You 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 don't have to you know water extensively to keep the plant alive. Uh, Pam points that out in her article, and she's yeah. right. Uh, you know, if you want a nice green, gorgeous, lush lawn, yes, you've got to give that plant an inch of water a week. That's what it's going to take to keep the grass green and beautiful. But grass was never meant to be green and beautiful this time of the year. Mother Nature gave grass the ability to go dormant. Yep. And uh, and and just sort of stop growing, and it it has a beautiful uh, ability to to go dormant and just hold on during a dry spell, and it does a pretty good job of doing that for maybe three or four weeks. But but after that, it does uh, start to suffer. But if you give your yard an inch of water uh, periodically, and that doesn't have to be every week, but just maybe every three weeks or so. Uh, just enough to keep the crown of the plant or the heart of the plant alive. Uh, that's enough to get that plant through this this dry spell. And you know, you, you and I both know that eventually Mother Nature will change and uh, we'll get into some wetter conditions. And and uh, we'll be talking about too wet instead of mm-hmm. too dry here in another month or two. And uh, and then things will change. But uh, you know, if you if you if you don't need to have your yard just a beautiful green example of a lush lawn which is not what mother nature meant for lawns to be this time of the year anyway just give it some uh, give it a drink give it a drink every every three weeks or so and that lawn will will come out of this drought or this little dry spell i guess we're really not in a drought yet but uh this dry spell and it'll come out out of it just in, in perfect shape yep exactly the point mr tisher also i want to talk just briefly to um grass seeding season is is pretty much here as far as I, my analysis is concerned. I mean, we're sitting yep. right right on the the tenth of August, and to me, we're at that moment in time when we should start to be doing some grass seeding, shouldn't we? Yeah, we sure sure should. We uh, we pulled the trigger here this week, Mark, and uh, and are uh, are letting the grass seed fly. The important thing, uh, and we've been talking about it a lot in the last couple of weeks, but uh, uh, this time of the year, uh, selection of the Varieties is critical. You've got to start out with the right varieties. Uh, you've not got to know your seeding rate. But then the, 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 the critical part is getting good seed-to-soil contact. And uh, this isn't the time of the year that you can play Johnny Appleseed and just throw the grass seed down and walk away. You can do that in a winter dormant seeding. Yep. But this time of the year, you're going to have to do a little work to get that grass seed in contact with the soil. And then don't forget, like my father always said, feed the baby. Use a good starter fertilizer at the time of seeding, and then possibly uh, once again, maybe uh, uh, five or six weeks after germination. But uh, you've got uh, the month of uh, uh, the remainder of August, and you've you've got you know September. But I I would encourage you to get all of your grass seeding. I mean, all of it done ideally by the 15th or 20th of September. Do not do not procrastinate. Don't don't take your grass seeding into October. Uh, grass seed will still germinate in October, but it, it normally doesn't have enough time to get mature enough and get a good root system to make it through the winter. So 
So you got about six more weeks to uh, to get your grass seeding done, which is plenty of time. Yep. And uh, and now's the perfect time to do it. So yes, let the grass seed fly. Yep. And folks, and I'm also going to give just one other important bit of important advice too. Uh, don't be cheap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you if you buy cheap cheap grass seed, I mean grass seed that has a of an unknown heritage of an unknown genetic uh, makeup you more likely than not are going to be planting um, a problem and I mean this wholeheartedly you know 90% of plant planting success begins and ends with plant selection we have it with trees we have it with shrubs and we have it with grass if you choose a variety of grass grass that has is untried, untested, and unknown, it is likely that you will get a unknown, un, unacceptable lawn that you will regret for the rest of your life until you tear it out and start all over again. Yeah, you get a few surprises in that bag of grass seed. You know, you, you told me... Uh, you told me a long time ago I ought to start writing a book uh, titled My Father Used to Say yeah. about all the things my father used to say. But one of his favorite sayings was, cheap grass seed is the most expensive grass seed you'll ever buy. And, uh, and that's just because you can go to the store and you can buy cheap grass seed uh, and you can save a lot of money. But look at that seed tag and, uh, and read the seed tag and pay attention to what you're buying and uh, and you, you you know it's hard to tell. Grass seed's a tough one to buy because even even the best grass seed you can't look in the bag and tell what you've got. You've got to trust the people that sell it to you. You've got to trust the seed tag to tell you what's really in the bag. Uh, you know, grass seed's a, a business of trust. Uh, it really yep. is because you can't see the product. It just it all looks the same. You can't see all those weed seeds. You can't see all the problems, but they're there. Or they can be there. So uh, trust the place you buy your grass seed to sell you, uh, you know, the, the, the right seeds, clean seed, clean meaning not any weeds, not any uh, grasses, uh, broadleaf weeds, annual grasses that you can't get rid of. Uh, you know, you know, cheap seed is, just, is the most expensive seed you'll ever buy. You're just being, buying a whole bunch of problems that, uh, that you'll never be able to solve. So Yep, yep, yep. I, I, can't, uh, I can't say that more, uh, more, more loudly. That's exactly the point. Mr. Tisher, as always, have a great grass-growing day, and we will talk to you next week. Sounds great. <laughs> I know you've got grass seed to sow, so go sow your grass seed, Mr. Tisher. We're going to do it. All right, take care, okay? Thanks, Mark. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, great news. Next hour of Garden Talk, we are going to do... What plant I am. And there'll be a $25 gift card to know what at stake. If you know what I am, listen to those really important clues. And uh, you will be surprised what plant I am today. Because remember, today is today is the 29th anniversary of Garden Talk. And if you've got a great Garden Talk memory, give me a call at 457-1290. If you've got a gardening question, give me a call at 457-1290. If you had a question about your trees, your lawn, your landscape, your vegetables, whatever it may be, give us a call. I'm going to talk about a really interesting material. You may have never heard of it before, um, but it is a material that is a game changer. Um, I have been working around plants and urban landscapes for most of my professional life. And frankly, it is very difficult, almost impossible in some cases, to revitalize soils that have been destroyed through construction and continue to be destroyed based on the way that they're treated in landscapes. There is a material now that's available called biochar. 
And biochar is a material um, that's made from organic products that have gone through an intensive heat process. It's totally different than charcoal. And what biochar does when it's incorporated into the soil, it effectively creates this almost like matrix of material that fertilizers and nutrients and microorganisms can attach to. Um, And I will tell you that trees and plants that have had biochar mixed into the soil when they're planted do remarkably well. And also, it also can take trees and plants that are in trouble, meaning because of site and soil conditions where biochar has been amended back into the soil through a process that we arborists use called vertical mulching or through radial trenching, the biochar will actually create this matrix effect that will increase tree growth and tree health. And what's fascinating about this material is it's readily available now. I would strongly suggest if you're doing any plantings this fall, be it with your lawn, your landscape, or your trees, that you seriously take a look at using biochar. In fact, I would ask your landscape contractor if they would use biochar and apply it at the proper rate so that it would ensure the growth of the plantings in your landscape. Biochar works a lot like what compost does, but it has longevity. In fact, you may say, where did we learn about biochar? Well, believe it or not, and it's true, the Amazon rainforest was actually created by human beings. That's right. Back in the day, the Amazonians actually um, used biochar to create soils that were infertile into soils that became fertile so that they could grow their crops in that part of the world. And much of the Amazon was rebuilt by these people by the use of biochar. This stuff, ladies and gentlemen, is a game changer. And I would uh, strongly suggest that you look at using it this year in your garden and landscape. And it will improve the soil in which you're trying to grow things. When we come back, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And, of course, talking more to you on Garden Talk like we have for the last 29 years on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. What you got there, soldier? Lee's famous recipe chicken, sir. Lee's, huh? Would you say it tastes good enough for a sergeant? Yes, sir. Would you say it's a meal fit for a captain? Sure, sir. What about the colonel, soldier? What would the colonel think about Lee's? I already gave him a piece, sir, and he's a big fan. Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Even the Colonel approves. Right now, get a 10-piece all-dark meal for only $17.99. Serve with a large mashed potatoes and gravy, large coleslaw, and five fluffy biscuits. Lee's Famous for Chicken. Would you like to see actual magic? All you have to do is call 1-800-GOT-JUNK and prepare to be amazed. We make junk disappear right before your eyes. All you have to do is point. Send us a signal and we'll be there in clean, shiny trucks and snappy, happy uniforms. Point at anything you wish was gone. Gone! We work until midnight, seven days a week. Just call us 90 minutes before you need us to be there. All you have to do is point. 1-800-GOT-JUNK. 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. How much do people love America's Best Choice windows? Their installation team was awesome. They were clean and didn't leave our home a mess. We were so happy with our new windows. Sincerely, Diana and Jeff. Reasonable prices, excellent selection, and helpful suggestions. We got it all with America's Best Choice. Thank you from Tim and Amy. Call us for a free quote at 937-570-6785. Because your first choice should always be America's Best Choice windows and doors. American made, American strong, American proud. Keep your cars, outdoor equipment, and more protected with steel shelters and get 11% off all of it. VersaTube Building Systems has a huge variety of metal carports, shelters, and buildings. A 20 by 20 steel shelter is large enough to store two vehicles side by side. On sale for $1,325.21 after 11% off. Save with 11% off everything at Menards. Good through August 10th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money. 
When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Over 20 years' experience helping your neighbors with financial planning, portfolio management, and insurance. Let Rusty Miller bring his experience to you. Listen every Sunday morning from 7 to 7.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m. to 1 p.m., and now for a full hour at 5 p.m. on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. While your focus is on getting your kids ready for school, our focus is on keeping your family safe around the clock. Depend on us for important traffic and weather updates here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Cool temperatures to start us off this morning. Many of us in the 50s to begin the day. Low humidity, plenty of sunshine all day long and a high of 81 degrees. We'll stay clear overnight tonight and head into tomorrow with temperatures starting at 60. More sunshine for Sunday with a high of 86 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. We're resting at 57 degrees on the station that gives you garden talk for the last 29 years. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Okay. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, we'd love to hear from you today. Next hour will be What Plant I Am, and uh, we'd love for you to be call- part of today's broadcast. What we do here on Garden Talk, ladies and gentlemen, is we we go through the, the, the basics of how to grow plants, but more so how to be successful with your landscape um, long term. And, of course, if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there is an answer for you at 457-1290. And uh, most importantly, we would love to talk to you. Um, I'm also going to talk a little bit more um, about plant stress. Um, There's a lot of work that's being done these days with what they call remote sensing. And what that is is that's where plants, when they grow, they produce light back out into the atmosphere Um, And that light is detected in different colors of the spectrum. So, for example, if you wanted to determine if you have a a healthy uh, cornfield or a a happy soybean field, um, they now have the ability to use these remote sensors via satellites and other um, materials. Also, they use drones and things like that to determine how much chlorophyll content was inside the plant. And believe it or not, we are doing that now with trees and landscaping, which allows us ways to monitor if that landscape is doing really well. And I just learned this week that you can also add an app to your cell phone that's only like 300 bucks that allow you to do that as well. And it's a great way to uh, figure out if your plants are happy or if they're sad. 457 1290. If you'd like to be part of the show, there's an open line for you. I would love to talk to you about your trees, your lawn, your landscaping. Also, I also want to share with you that it's time for all of you to be starting to think about your fall plantings and meaning fall plantings for vegetables. Keep in mind that if as areas open up in the garden where crops that you planted this spring have kind of petered out or you've harvested them out, Don't be afraid to take those areas, rework the soil, and plant fall crops. I'll give you some examples of some really great fall crops. Broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, um, radishes, spinach, leaf lettuce, um, onions, um, to name a few. 
And these type of crops can be planted in the month of August. While the weather and the soils are still warm, you can get them to um, germinate and more so get them established. In many cases, you can protect them over the winter with some different row cover materials and be able to harvest vegetables all winter long and into the spring. Yes, vegetables in the winter. But the secret, ladies and gentlemen, is to get them planted now. So they have the ability to germinate, the ability to grow, and more importantly, to get established. I also plant carrots this time of year because I want to harvest carrots all winter, as well as red beets. It's a great way to extend the harvest, but more so create a very delicious treat in the midst of the winter season. 457-1290 would be the number to dial. Also, I'd like to say, too, with pruning. Um, one of the biggest mistakes that gardeners make each and every year is to prune their trees and particularly their shrubs in the fall of the year. And that can be and will be disastrous to plant health. I would generally recommend that you get most of your shrub planting, shrub plantings that you're going to prune um, wrapped up no later than about the first week of September. If you prune much after the first week of September, it is likely that you're going to run the risk of winter um, injury to your plants. And more so if you've got plants that bloom in the spring season, you do not. And I crossed, crossed this one multiple times. You do not want to prune anything that blooms in the spring now. Otherwise, particularly when trees and shrubs, because you are going to be removing next year's flower buds. 457-1290, if you'd like to be part of the program, we would love to talk to you. And also, I'd also share with all of you as well that at this time in the summer, when we may not mow, be mowing our grass as often as what we did, right now would be an ideal time to clean the bottom of that mower deck and more so go ahead and sharpen and balance the mower blades that the, the blades are being cut short, uh, nice and sharp. Otherwise, what happens is if you have a mower blade that's not sharp and you create a ragged cut, it actually increases the loss of water out of the blade of the grass, which improves the most importantly improved stress upon the plant. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number two of Garden Talk. There's another hour ahead with What Plant I Am. And more importantly, your telephone calls at 457-1290. Next hour, stay tuned because I have a monologue that will probably make you think three times past Sunday about the way you do things, about the way you think about things, and more importantly, how you think about things moving forward. Coming up next hour on Garden Talk with Mark Weber on our 29th edition of edition, 29 years of edition of this very fine program. Be right back after this. downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.